Amen. You may take your seats. Hey, let's give them another hand. Hey, what a great morning it's been. Yeah. Thank you. On this wonderful Sunday, I'm just going to change a few things here, but that's okay. We're all good. Hello. Looks like we've got the three wise men over here. Okay, just to make sure. That's uh, good. Well, if you haven't already gathered, today is the theme is Behold, Behold. And I hope that today you and I can together, not just for this moment, but forever even have a sense of beholding Christ. And if we can do that, uh, I'm sure it'll go a long way not only to influence those around us, but to change our lives as well. Okay, let's just pray. And thank you everyone who's been participating in Today in the service, it's just a wonderful opportunity to join together like we have as well and to celebrate. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy today. We know this is Christmas Eve, the day before we get to celebrate, but we get to celebrate really every day. And we thank you for that and we thank you for this time together. And we pray that you will speak to each one of us, Lord, in the few moments that we have together. And I pray, Lord, that you would prepare our hearts uh, this day to hear and see and receive what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as I said, the theme is behold. And behold is an amazing thought when you think of it. And as we heard, Yvette had just mentioned what it actually means. And it means to take, not just pay attention in just a moment, but actually to arrest your whole sense of person and concentration and focus. That's a deliberate intent to get you to just stop everything and take notice. Now, I understand that while we have a time to get together as Christmas and that we have family and you have family and some are visiting family, I know it's not always a joyful time. I know it is a difficult time and a hard time for some. And so we understand that and we pray that, that in this season of, of whatever it is for you that's different maybe from last year, or in the seasons before, we pray that you will really encounter Jesus in a very real way. And you can do that by just stopping and beholding him. So as we celebrate this Christmas, let us keep in sight the significance and choose to behold the greatest gift that is ever given, the greatest gift of love, of good news, and of the promise of eternal life. We're going to look at John chapter 1, just a, one verse, but I, as we, just before we lead up to that, in verse 26, as John the Baptist is preparing the way for Jesus and the great announcement of who he is that we get to celebrate, I love one translation says this, it says, right here, John is saying, right here is someone. Right here is someone, obviously referencing Jesus. And that's a, a big statement. In John Chapter 1 described as John the Baptist's testimony, like the prophet of old foretold, in verse 29, the next day he saw, John saw Jesus coming toward him, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Friends, there was a little bit of confusion going on at this time, whether John was the Messiah or a prophet, or maybe somehow how an Elijah as Moses had foretold before his return. But this was not so. 
This is a much grander scale of unfolding in statement of announcement. It was a statement sought to align the scriptures of old to a right now kind of moment. Right now. Right now in that situation and right now for our situation. It was a cause to grab people's attention and at the same time make a triumphant declaration of Christ as the scriptures confirmed. Friends, today can I encourage you, it is a day to behold. Not just today, but every day. May we behold the Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. The other week I was doing some gardening. In fact, I've been doing a lot of gardening. I'm getting over it now. Now I know why I test it so much. But anyway, it's all coming up well. And I'm just watering the grass in one area. I sowed some new seed. And I'm looking at this little bush. It was like a thicket. And there was a little animal caught in there. We won't go into that. It don't want my attention. Then I stopped and I paused and I looked. And I beheld. And I beheld this beautiful bird's nest. But don't worry, I didn't steal it from any young family right now. Okay, there's no family being displaced, okay? And no, no animals harmed in the process. Now, I don't want to make a mess here. I can't help it. But I looked at that. And I beheld... And I said, how amazing is this? A simple guy like me just looking. I couldn't even do that with my two bare hands, let alone just a beak and a couple of feet. I dare you, that's a challenge over holidays. <laughs> if you can do this with just your mouth, in fact, I'll give you an option of having two fingers, only two fingers and a mouth, and if you can make something like this, please bring it up and I will humbly submit. That's an amazing feat. And I looked and I thought, look at this, this bird had gone to prepare straw and sticks from as far as wide as it could find and gathered and prepared its little nest ready to give birth. And sometimes we can just miss that. We can miss the roses, we can miss catching our attention to the bird nest that's in front of us or the little animal, animal that was caught in the thicket. And this is the whole sense of behold. To be, we are so distracted we are so busy, we have all this technology, and we thought we'd have more time, we have less time. We're so caught up with everything and how we do it, and I get it as well. And sometimes it's so easy to forfeit, a time to behold, a time to just take in this season, and even as Christ is the season. It's not the jolly fellow in the red suit. It's Jesus, it's about Jesus. And while those things may be okay, this is the reason for the season. And as we heard, this whole idea of behold, it carries a lot of different meanings, but it means to look and learn, to pay attention, to bring a particular focus or consideration for the moment. It draws in the listener to, as we heard Yvette share, perceive and look steadfastly upon. It also conveys the idea to not just that, but pay attention, listen up. Often that's what my wife says to me. Behold is a prophetic overtone. Not really, but just a little. It means is pay very close attention to what comes next because it's especially important. That's what John was announcing. Everything else that was going on, stop the music, stop the train, stop the traffic, stop everyone. 
This is the Lamb of God. Behold him, the one who takes away the sin of the world, the one who will give you new life, the one who will redeem you. And because of that, lives have been forever changed, just as the story we heard before of the prayer, answered prayer. Lives are forever challenged. Whenever we behold Jesus, we need to behold the Lamb of God. The Old Testament sacrifices, when people heard the Lamb of God, those who were of Jewish faith understood this, to go back to the sacrifices of old as a reminder of their sin and that they're sinners, a reminder of the grace of God that would appease and cover for a time. It all was pointing to Jesus. Lives were forever changed. The Bible says everyone will behold Jesus at some point. Everyone in this room, whatever you believe, wherever you are right now, you will have to behold Jesus at some point. I hope it's on this side rather than on the other side of the tribulation. In Revelation, we read the Lamb of God is mentioned over 30 times. Just one verse in verse uh, in chapter 6 of Revelation says, and this is those in the time of tribulation, and they called out to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits upon the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who can withstand it? My challenge to you is to behold today the wonder, the wonder of the Lamb rather than the wrath of the Lamb. Christmas is a time, as a fresh time of reminder of the, what is available to live out in our daily lives. A life that we are called to live now is a life of faith and readiness, of anticipation and of fullness and expectation. Here are three quick thoughts for you to consider when we think of behold the Lamb of God this Christmas. Number one, behold the gift of love. Behold the gift of love. We truly don't really understand or fathom love as it truly is until we encounter God's love, his love, his eternal love. Christmas is a timely reminder of God's unconditional love for humanity. In John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. Look at that. So loved the world that he gave up his son that whoever believes in him shall not perish. Christ's love is different from the world's love. The world's love is conditional and controlling as if it was a possession of some sort. But Christ's love is a gift that is freely offered and you have to choose to receive it. And then Christ's love transfuses every fibre of our being. A love no matter who you are or what you've done. God's love will bring healing, strength, and comfort. The second thought is, behold the gift of hope. The birth of Jesus signifies hope for a broken world. And the world is realising how much it is broken than ever before. I think technology is reminding us of how frail and broken we are. In Colossians 1.23, Paul is writing to the church and he says, if you continue in your faith, established and firm and do not move from the hope held out from the gospel. 
The good news of Jesus assures every believer and all who will choose to believe of forgiveness and everlasting life. The hope we have in Christ Jesus is this confidence concerning God's presence in our life today. And you know it and I know it to be true. But also for our being in God's presence throughout eternity. The hope of restored union with resurrection life is offered to all. Will you behold Jesus today, the hope of glory? Matthew 12 says, in his names, in his name, the nations will put their hope. Christ is the hope of the world, the hope of nations, and the hope of you and I. The last thought here is the gift, is to behold the gift of salvation. The true meaning of Christmas lies as we've been singing and hearing today and being in this sense of focus. This is what really matters. Not what you can achieve, not what you can accumulate, not, not what successes you can experience. This moment now is where if John the Baptist was here right now, he would say, behold, behold, like the old town crier with his bell. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of world. Get it into your fibre. Get it into your very being. This beholding is choosing to be caught up in an intimate, passionate manner that affects everything that you are and who you are. In Romans 6.23, it reminds us for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The gift of God through or because of Christ is what eternal life is. There are a lot of worldly copies and offers out there for eternal life, but they are only shadows of what is truly found in Christ alone. Friend, today can I encourage you, only Jesus offers you true eternal life, Acts 4.12. Salvation and eternal life are related to each other, but they have different meanings. Salvation is the finished work of Christ on our behalf if we accept it by faith and confession. Eternal life is followed for all those who believe in Jesus who are received into spiritual afterlife. How important is it to behold? We're in the garden and seeing this bird, bird nest, this home that raised some young birds. And just thinking, how amazing is that? Stopping and saying, God, you are amazing. You made me. Look around. He made you. He's involved very much in your life. Whether it's good, bad or ugly, he's there. He loves you so much. He won't pull away. He won't draw away. He just says, behold me today. Behold me in this moment. Behold me in your battle. Behold me in your struggle. Behold me in your temptation. Behold me in your denial. Behold me in your hurt. Behold me in your harm and even prejudice. Friends, it is a day to behold Christ. Beholding Jesus is an intentional act. It is a white hot, passionate surrender of the rule and reign of Jesus in our lives. 
The believing Jews had waited long enough to hear those words, the Lamb of God. And we must behold him today. And what that will require of you and me is to slow down this Christmas. Slow down each and every day. You may have holidays and that's great, but when you get back to work, are you going to slow down? Are you going to find a new rhythm to behold? Don't do it today. Don't just behold Jesus today. Behold him tomorrow and every day that you are alive and that you have breath. Behold him by slowing down and waiting out a little. Not just a, a stance of observing, but taking it to the heart and core of who you are. It means to take Jesus serious. If Jesus really is your Lord and Saviour, then you must find a way to behold him. You must. In other words, we make Christ real for him to rule and reign in our hearts. So I was thinking about this. What can I do? What can you do? Well, we can just slow down. Maybe today I've been thinking that I'm going to make a trifle and do a few things today, but I'm going to go get a coffee and I'm going to sit down and no one's going to ignore me. It, it, no one's going to ignore me. Well, they can ignore me. No one's going to annoy me. And I'm going to get my coffee and I'm, going to get, and I'm just going to relax and maybe play some music, put my headphones in and just zone out for a bit. And I'm just going to behold him because of what he means for me. Maybe you could do that. Maybe it could be going for a walk or just finding a moment or two. Taking tag team if your parents with young children, a tag team, five minutes over here, five minutes there. Doing something different and creative. Preparing ourselves to know Jesus and grow deeper. There's lots of ways you and I can behold him today. Building new friendships and relationships. Finding ways to better connect. Worshipping, sharing Christ and his love with each other. I conclude, in the midst of the festivities this moment, as this day beholds, and tomorrow, and the next. Let us remember the real reason that we celebrate Christmas. The birth of Jesus Christ, the Saviour, the Lamb of God, who takes away the world's sins. Yet it has to be received individually and personally. And therefore, it asks each of us to behold him today and afresh. We heard that earlier. Can we just behold the gift of love that is offered because of Jesus, the gift of hope and the gift of salvation and eternal life? Friends, I pray this Christmas will be a reminder of the profound grace and the internal joy found in a humble manger. And it may inspire us to extend the same love and compassion to those and everyone around us. To say today for some of you, to behold Christ is an act of renewal of your discipleship as a follower of Jesus. Maybe that's your challenge. And it's a good challenge and we should take that challenge on. But for others, maybe the meaning of Christmas and Christ means very little or not what it used to be. Maybe you've got very busy. Maybe you've become very distracted. Maybe in everything else, we've just really forgotten what it's all about. 
Can I encourage you to come back and slow down and behold Jesus? It's a great thought, isn't it? When the world is going mad and looks like chooks with their head cut off going around everywhere. Sorry for that picture. It feels like that sometimes. Who's enjoying parking? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, those laughed over there, you know what I'm talking about. We've got to extend great love and kindness in this season and moments to pause and behold. But I know for some of you, the meaning of Christmas is not what it used to be. And I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry whatever that got in the way, whatever hurt or pain. And I want to pray, and I'm going to pray and ask everyone, it's just to, as you bow your heads, that you would pray with me and that you would pray where you are, this prayer. You may have prayed this a thousand times, but I know maybe there's somebody here, but as you pray this, it may mean something so special to your heart. It may just release or unlock something that, is, that has limited you and held you back and been maybe a, a thorn in the way of just understanding life as it is. Will you pray with me? Repeat my, after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you now in the name of Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away my sin. I hope that I can choose in this moment to follow you all the days of my life. So now I surrender my heart, my life to you, Jesus. I ask you to be my Saviour and my Lord once again. If this is my first time to pray this prayer, I say, Jesus, I believe you. I trust you. I put my hope in you. You are my Lamb of God and you take away my sin. Heavenly Father, thank you for hearing this prayer, for healing my heart, saving me from my sins and offering me new life in Jesus Christ. Amen. Friend, if you're here today, that's been a prayer of renewal, maybe that's the prayer you've prayed for the first time. I'm going to ask you, that carries a lot of meaning. Please speak to us. There's lots of people here we can talk with and love to follow you up and talk to you about what that prayer may mean for you in the next coming days and months, and if not, your whole entire life. So God bless you. Thank you for being here today. And may you behold the moments you have with family and loved ones this Christmas. But most of all, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, but your sins also. Amen. <laughs>